0: champion Stephen fulton jr congratulations on a terrific performance in an excellent exciting fight and uh the wbo junior featherweight world championship now in your grasp congratulations
1: thanks i appreciate that.
0: okay we have some members of the press online here we have uh keith idick uh, in person um let's start with keith boxing scene go ahead
2: hey Stephen, congratulations man um you beat him at his own game how, how good did that feel to be able to do that and how intent were you to do that going into the fight
1: it felt good and it feels good and I was more so looking to beat him at his own style and I told y'all that I was going to engage this fight and not just box and I did a little bit of both but I more so engaged in his style and I did that to show him that I'm the better man at what he does
2: at, at some point in the fight did you, although he kept coming forward did you think you demoralized him at some point
1: for sure for sure the whole the whole fight
2: did, did you think at some point you might be able to get him out of it? I know he's a tough guy, obviously. you think you'd be able to get him out of there at some point?
1: At some points, I feel like I touched him, but he didn't show that he was ready to go, even though he might have been ready to go.
2: You mentioned the other day that your power was underestimated. Um, did, did you sense early in the fight that he might have been surprised by by your punching power?
1: For sure. His face shows it a lot. Uh,
2: where do you think uh, – You know, obviously, you're in a – Great position now with a world title. Where do you think this puts you, and who would you like to fight next?
1: I would like to fight another title holder. I would like to show that uh, I'm the best in the weight division. Uh, after a year off, I feel like I did a, a good job, but I can be a lot better and a lot sharper if I have stayed a little bit more active.
2: You don't. You don't seem uh, happy.
1: <laughs> oh no, I am happy. I just gotta let it sink in right now. I'm fresh out the rain, You know, just went through a little tough little fight, but I got. I gotta let it hit me.
2: When it finally does hit you, I mean, can you speak to working your whole life to be in this position and what it means to you?
1: For sure. When it, when it, when it hit me, y'all going to see me act a fool. I'm, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going <laughs> to be dancing and everything. But uh, it's just a dream come true right now, and I'm just happy to be world champion. Not
0: everybody can say they're world champion.
2: Thanks, Steven.
0: Oh, well, with the nickname Cool Boy Steph, you got to keep your cool on camera. So, <laughs> So. Congrats, uh, uh, Stephen. I wanted to ask you, Brian Custer, at the end of our telecast asked you a question regarding you know, you, you, your layoff it's been a year since you last fought um, you had you suffered from covid nineteen you, you did have challenging uh, symptoms, and uh, uh, you've come back. H- how were you able to overcome the would be ring rust a- and how did you feel right from the get go of this fight
1: uh, this is like the first fight i wasn 't really nervous and I felt a little odd that I wasn't nervous, but I knew I was in shape. I, I barely got tired, and the ring rust really wasn't there as much. It was there somewhat, but I, I kind of feel like I broke out of that. Like just going through the things that I've been through and having COVID, and having that shot taken away from me, took away that ring rust. It just made me super excited to get back and just be here. And thank God that I, that I, me and my opponent came out safe, and we and we made it happen.
0: Yes. Uh, you did. All right, let's go to uh, some questions. Um, Sean Zettel from Fight Hype. Sean, if you can unmute, go ahead. Hey, Steven,
3: what a great performance tonight. Um, you, you mentioned to Brian, once you got out of the ring, that you bullied the bully. What went into the technical side of that? How, how were you able to, you know, he's known for his body attack. And see, you know, your body uh, attack was better than his tonight.
1: What, what were you able to do in there to bully the bully? I was at, I was able, I'm just a better I was the better fighter and I'm better at what he does. I just showed that, that I was the better man overall and just in general. I feel like I'm the best in the division and I'm and I'm going to continue to show that. But the bullies do give you know. I'm just I'm uh, lost words right now. It was, it
3: was a high character bully too, you know, not the kind of bully that just sure gels up right.
1: Sure, for uh, sure. He wasn't trying to give no. He wasn't taking no for an answer, but. I had to force the issue. I had to keep, uh, keep working his body, keep attacking his body, and I'm a great body puncher. I just, you know, I'm so used to boxing that I had to show you all the other side of me.
3: And, you know, you've talked in the past about having aspirations to really become a breakout star in boxing, you know, which is, which is hard to do at 122 pounds. Do you feel like you showed you could not just be an elite 122-pounder, but you could be a pound-for-pound Top ten guy, and and what are you gonna have to do to, to get to those goals of that?
1: I would have to keep working, keep working my butt off, keep just stay in the gym, stay consistent, uh, just get back to what I know, get back to the gym, take a a, a little a few little break off, but come back harder and stronger, and continue to learn and work on my craft, and I believe I can make all those things happen.
3: I know you talked about becoming undisputed in this weight class, but, you know, it's believed that Nayawa Anuye is going to come up to 122 pounds. What would you think of a
1: fight with him? I'm willing to make all fights like that and big fights happen. Uh, If he wants to move up, that's what he decides to do. But I am a big 122 pounder.
3: Keep that in mind. And lastly, I know you had some fun, you know, respectful back-and-forth with Leonard Ellerby and Mayweather promotions in the lead-up to this fight. Anything you want to say to
1: Leonard or, or Floyd after this fight? <laughs> I made it easy like I said I would. I took off. I made it easy like I said I would, and I beat him at his own game. They said I would be – it will be a surprise. I didn't hear Floyd say much, but Leonard Ellerby was the one talking. But he did his job. He did what a promoter's supposed to do, and I, and I take my hell from him.
0: Okay, Sean, thank you very much. Uh, we're going to go to DeMichael Cole from Philadelphia Inquirer. DeMichael, you have to unmute and go ahead.
4: Uh, then we talked about it, you know, leading up to this week, man, you said that, you know, leading up to this fight that you've been, you know, training with Derek and, you know, you had found some new things. Uh, what, the way you engaged on the inside today, was that one of the things that, that you uh, trained with with Derek? Yes, those those the, the
1: the catch and comeback, those was a lot of things I've learned at that gym and train when I trained with them.
4: And then just coming off that I know, um I heard I heard your, your your trainers in the corner telling you, you know, towards the eighth and ninth round that, you know, um you use your use your stamina. You you know, you have more energy than this guy just how did you wear him down late? All the judges had you win in the late rounds. I wore him
1: down by just kept attacking his body, kept pushing him back. I knew they wanted me on my back against the rope a lot. And I kind of started off like that, but I had to change the whole narrative, change everything around. I started pushing him back and keep dropping them uppercuts from that angle that I was in. and that's how I got the job done. Appreciate you, man. Congratulations. Thanks. Appreciate it.
0: Okay, DeMichael, thank you. Let's go to Jeremy herridge's with Fansided.com.
5: Jeremy? Hi, Steven. Congratulations on a fantastic victory and becoming the new champion. Um, was there a moment within the fight where you felt maybe a sharp decline in Leo's performance? Like you knew that you were breaking him down and that uh you were on cruise control?
1: From like the fifth round, that's when I knew like I was gonna get him I was gonna take off in the fifth round. I never was like tired throughout those rounds of me engaging. I normally would be a little winded from engaging in any other fights when I if I were to start off like that, but This fight, I was prepared, and I knew that that's what I came to do, and I knew it was going to have to get dirty. So from the fifth on out, I knew I was taking the fight away from it.
5: We talked a couple days before about the lessons that you learned from uh, your multiple camps with Carl Frampton, um, not only how to deal with a pressure fighter, but how to pressure a fighter yourself. Uh, Did those lessons kind of become rote memory, and did you carry them out in this fight?
1: for sure I'll, I've, I've learned a lot of things like such as keeping the head on on my opponent's chest now and, and i did a lot of that this fight uh to the point where he couldn't you know throw the punches that he wanted to throw because he couldn't see those shots
5: final question for me uh according to show stats you threw 1183 punches in this fight um how how tremendous is that for you hearing that number and uh, how much of a testament is that to your physical conditioning, and and did it even wind you?
1: I didn't even know I threw that many punches. <laughs> 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 this is probably the first fight I did that. I didn't even know, but uh, damn, <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, I didn't know I threw that many punches. It didn't seem like I threw that many punches, but it feels good to to know that I can do that and still not be winded, and I feel like. I just dogged him out. I'm just, I'm just more so happy not that I got the, the, the WBL, but that I beat him and beat him at his own game. I told him that I was going to do that. I said I told everybody from here on out that I was going to engage and fight this fight, and I fought. So what do they have to say now? They always say that uh, he, he runs, he's going to just jab. I dogged him out of their game. Now what's going to be the next thing they're going to say?
5: I don't know, but uh, I think they're going to say that, well, you're the champion now, so congratulations, Steven.
1: Thanks. I appreciate that.
5: Yeah, I think when you go
0: back and watch this fight, Stephen, you'll see it was all action from the opening bell, literally. Um, terrific fight and, and very exciting to watch. Um, let's go to Ben Baby with ESPN.com. Ben, unmute, and you can go ahead. My face banged up.
6: Hey, Stephen, how's it going?
1: Uh, it's going good, thanks.
6: Hey. You know, you kind of mentioned this on the call with Brian. Uh, you said that you kind of made an adjustment early. It looked like Leo was landing some good hooks at the beginning of the fight, and then you kind of went to the inside. Was that kind of to smother him from getting those hooks off and to find that find that success in, uh, inside?
1: For sure. I noticed that he was landing a lot of good right hands when I, as I was pulling back, and that's some of the things that my trainer told me not to do when we was in the dressing room. But I made the adjustments like I always do. And from that point on, I feel like I smothered his shots so he wouldn't be able to land those again. And I noticed every time I threw a jab out, he was coming back with a right hand or a shot of his own. He was landing a lot of good, clean shots in that first round and early rounds on, but I you know, changed the whole game plan.
6: You know, for you, a lot of talk about this coming into the fight with you having to battle COVID. I know you took a couple months off. Uh, for training, I mean, did, were you surprised at any point at how well you were able to go? Like you said, he was leaning forward; it looked like he was trying to catch his breath. Um And you were the one that had to deal with the pandemic or the virus a lot worse. I mean, were you surprised at any point with your conditioning?
1: I wasn't surprised because I knew what I came to do. I already knew this was going to happen. I knew what I came to do. I knew I came to make a statement and, and fight this guy. I didn't come to just box. I came to fight him, uh, and that's what I did. I, I feel like they were surprised. They wasn't. They they didn't know that I was going to come and, and, and engage in a fight like this. The way that he beat Tremaine uh, is because Tremaine's a smaller guy and he wasn't used to nothing like that. I'm used to dealing with those things inside the gym, inside the ring. Everybody I fought tried to bully me or press me back, and it didn't work. So this time I did what they tried to do to me, uh, and, and I got the job done.
6: You know, you, is, there, is there any guy specifically that, you know, you've kind of talked about this a little bit, but there's anybody anybody specifically you'd like to unify with or try to unify uh, some of these belts at 122?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I would like to uh, Louis Neri, uh, Brandon. I want to fight him at that same way. Fight him in his fight. They say all I do is run, too. Uh, I want to fight him. Uh, MJ, I welcome him out of his little retirement thing, uh, whatever he was doing, I, a long layoff. I, I, want, I want champions. I want to be undisputed. I want champions. All champions. I
6: mean, how how good does this feel? You've had to wait so long. You know, y'all have had this fight delayed twice because of COVID. I mean, how how good does it feel to finally have the belt and finally kind of have this kind of performance after waiting months for this?
1: Oh, it feels good. It feels great. You know, it's going to hit me later on. I know it is right now. I'm just fresh coming out. And it's like, I'm still thinking about certain mistakes that I've made. Uh, No one wants to make mistakes in that ring. I made a lot of those little dumb mistakes and I'm just, I just want to fix those things.
6: Awesome. Thanks, Steven.
0: All right. Let's, let's just take uh, two more here. Uh, Thank you, Ben. Let's go to Corey Erdman. Corey, if you unmute, go ahead.
7: Huh, uh, when we talked last week, uh, you mentioned that having gone through what you went through with COVID, that it changed your perspective, that you didn't take things for granted anymore. Did that have anything to do with the way you came out and fought in this fight? Just not wanting to take anything for granted and coming out more more aggressive than we've seen you in the past.
1: Yes, that is exactly why, and that's why I came out the way I came out. That's why I feel as I wanted to take the fight and engage more and really fight because uh, I, I feel like I, I lost it. And you really, it's, it's like, you start to appreciate things when it's taken away from you. And that's what it happened when boxing was taken away from me during, during the whole pandemic, not just August 1st, but the whole pandemic, I didn't fight. And it was like, the gym was closed, I felt a little depressed, and that's when I realized that, damn, I really do love boxing. This is something that I really need in my life. So yes, I did take it for granted. But now I'm I'm getting it right.
7: By the way, to follow up on your uh, your punch stats, apparently your number of punches is the third most in the history of the division. What do you think about that?
1: Well, what's the number one? Who I, I got I got out punched
7: them. What's the number one? I, I don't one? know yet, but yeah, yeah, you got to you got to go and catch them.
1: Find that out for me, please, and hit me up. <laughs>
7: uh, and lastly, uh, everyone was was very impressed with your work on the inside. Uh, but I think a lot of people don't understand kind of the, the complexities of fighting on the inside. Can you talk about some of the technical things that you were doing on the inside to get to him as frequently as you were?
1: I feel like me being on the inside, I pushed, I forced my whole body, my my head and his chest, along with pushing my my, my left liver shot and left inside shots. And mm. I kept throwing a smaller inside punch to hit the the center of his stomach. While he was coming more so on the outside trying to hook, I stayed right there, and I got in the inside of, of his body.
7: Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Congratulations. Thanks.
0: Okay. All right, let's just go to our last one. David Melandra, Jr. from Philadelphia.
6: David, go ahead. Hey, Stephen. First off, congratulations on the win. Can you just talk about your, the pace of this fight, the, the volume what punches you through throughout the whole fight, and just how, how your conditioned was?
1: Oh, my condition was great. I don't want to say it, but I ran like I ran like every day for a month, four or five miles for a month. Street a month. My condition was outstanding. I didn't get tired. I was right there the whole time, but I didn't want to punch myself into being tired. And it's crazy that y'all said I threw over a thousand punches. And I'm I, I, uh, what was it? Number three for the most punches in this in this weight division. Uh, That's that's, that's So I feel like I I accomplished two things in one night so far, along with showing that I wasn't that much ring rust.
6: And second, can can you talk about the work he did on the body tonight?
1: The body work was amazing. I'm surprised at myself that I stayed there the whole time. But like I said, once I started noticing that he wasn't prepared for me to fight him at his own game, that's when I knew I, I got to stay there. I got to stay in the inside. And I, if you can hear it through, during the trainer tracks, from like the fourth, I said I had to stay there. I said I got, I got to stay there. I got to fight this fight like this. I couldn't, I couldn't continue to box. If I continued to box, my my legs would have been a little bit more tired. So by me standing inside and working him the way he was trying to work me, and kept landing those nice body shots, is what got me this victory and to slow his pace down.
6: And finally, what does it mean to bring the championship home to Philadelphia?
1: Philly, really we back. That's all I got to say. Well, I, I made it. I, I, I put my name in the books, man. Nah, I made history.
0: All right, thank you. Congratulations. Thank well, you. I, I noticed your Philadelphia Flyers uh, colors you're wearing tonight. Uh, and and very good point you made. Your trainer Ron, you at, your your trainer at one point did ask you to 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 use the jab and step back and box from the outside, and you you basically shook that off and stayed on the inside from that to stay point there. forward. The U.S. going after people. Sorry, but I had to stay there. Yes. All right. Let, let's just take one more here. We have uh, we have uh, R.L. Woodson. Ron, go ahead.
4: This is Wood from a bite down boxing. Thanks for getting me in, Chris. I appreciate it. You got it. Hey, uh, congratulations, champ. Um, I thought it was odd right that you mentioned you were going with the same game plan that you actually shared that ahead of the fight. Um, what did you see against Tremaine Williams uh, to allow you to to go with that and to just to share that going into this one?
1: I seen that when he was fighting Leo, he wasn't punching while Leo was throwing that. By the he wasn't punching off. It. And I said, all somebody got to do is punch. Him. Every time he... Once he let his little body shots off, if they give them back and keep that same momentum, then they could beat him. And that's what I
4: did. Got you. You go for uh, back-to-back 100-plus punch rounds in uh, the fifth and the sixth. I think that was like double your average, according to what they were saying on the broadcast. Uh, When you do that, you hit him with the volume, and then also during those rounds, you're pushing him back to the ropes where that might have been his game plan. At that point, do you start feeling like, he doesn't have anything else to go to to get the win.
1: That's all he had. That's that's all they that's all they was banging on was keeping me on the ropes. That's the only game plan they had. What they didn't show that they had anything else. I showed that I was gonna box him. I showed that my jab was gonna be a problem. I showed that I could bang, push him back, and fight him at his fight. They only showed one style, and I was trying to come forward. He couldn't fight going backwards, so I had to push the issue.
4: All right. and I know you said that this was, uh, you know, your your shot at a second chance. You mentioned crying about seeing the first one slip away. You had to make take advantage of this tonight. Um, any was there? I mean, what gave you the confidence, you know, to not worry about the gas tank and commit to the inside fighting and wrestling, which I, I would think, you know, would have uh been an energy concern. Or, you know, would have sapped your energy with the the in, in fighting and then the hand wrestling and whatnot when you could have just you know, step back and got that space and continue working the jab?
1: I knew I was in shape. I knew I was ready for this. I was I was more so excited to engage and fight. I was excited to be back. So I, that's what I wanted to do. Uh, nothing to take away from my coach, even though he wanted me to box early rounds. But when you take a huge layoff like that and then lose out on the opportunity, I felt like I just wanted to really fight. I, I was happy and excited to be back. So that's why I did what I did.
4: Got you. Last question. Just uh, congratulations on the victory and congratulations on being an entrepreneur with your uh, Crab Shack venture and whatnot. Any special going to be out there this week for customers at, at the restaurant?
1: I don't know. I got I got I got I got to check my phone. <laughs> shout out to Adrian Broner and them, too. They definitely uh, Earl Spence. They all hit me up before the fight. They all hit me up during knowing like I was coming out here to Richard Shields. Everyone hit me up. So shout out to them.
4: Was that any – I didn't want to take away from your moment in mentioning Spence in his performances against Garcia or Porter where he fought their fight, but any inspiration from him on implementing that tonight against uh, Leo? Uh,
1: I can't say I was inspired by it, but I can say he definitely did a good job at doing what he do. Take my hat off to him. He's a good friend. And Shout out to uh, Danny Garcia as well. He's a good friend. All
4: right, congratulations, champ. And, again, thanks, Chris, man. I appreciate it
0: of course would. All right, take it easy now. And uh cool boy Steph, congratulations. Very happy to see you uh get the victory and, and like I said, an excellent, uh, terrific fight. Wish you safe travels and uh good luck the rest of the way. We will see you next Appreciate time. That.